Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. A quote from Shakespeare. Life is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Our Delta Green scenario is entitled Lover in the Ice, and this is episode eight. It was written by Caleb Stokes. I'm your game master, and the recap will be given by Lucas Glasshauer in the voice of his character, Agent Belladonna. That being said, the players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Lucas? Thank you. Excuse me. I think I may have played myself the fool with the taking on of Delta Green. Back when I was still in the Navy Medical Corps, I was stationed on a small island in the South Pacific. I was on my morning jog, and as I rounded a rocky bend around the ocean shore, I was awestruck in immediate terror at the creature I found lying half in and half out of the water, its blood mucking the crystal clear waters. It was as big as a man, like a cross of a human and fish, bulbous eyes, sharp teeth, and webbed hands and feet. Slick green skin and the smell of fish and ocean. It was a marvelous thing, so alien in nature. It was wounded terribly and seemed just as scared as I was. Possibly a shark attack or something, but the creature was hurt badly. I made motions for it to stay calm, and I ran back and returned with a med kit. And after some miming, I convinced it to let me help it. After a couple of days of checking, it was safe to go back into the ocean. Life maintained, and never a hostile moment between us. And then, a few days later, Delta Green gave me a call. I thought, through Delta Green, I would meet more benign creatures one day. Foolishly, I was half right. I have now met other aliens, but all to the extreme opposite of benign. I have played the fool. After the basement disaster, all of us Delta Green agents went upstairs to clear and cleared the ground floor. Dog food bowls were found, but like their masters, no living creature breathed in this house. The smell of rotten meat pervaded our nostrils as we ventured further in. Then we stalked to the top floor, finding two bedrooms at the east and west end. Officer Filigree, Chemist, and I took the east, while Corky, Nye, and Curly took the west end. Corky and I and Curly found a bedroom with a computer, cell phone, and most disturbingly, a large clay statue of the thing we encountered in the basement. Huge muscular arms and a humongous phallus. The face is a gap, gaping mouth, was a gaping mouth with teeth, no eyes, and huge bat-like ears. It appeared to have been freshly made of clay, a large idol. In addition, they found a straight razor with traces of blood in the bathroom. More violence, although possibly self-inflicted like Jonah, the corpse from the morgue. The other three of us go into our room and find a mess of the yellow one and bloody gore on the bed and floor. There are water paintings of the penis-like monster on the south wall. um, In the pool of coagulated goop is a body of what appears to be an old, vagrant man. He has a similar living writhing bulge in his belly, like that of the landlord lady from the basement. After only a moment, it burst forth and it attacked us, 
I got a shot off along with chemist, but filigree wisely dodged backwards. The thing grabbed and wrestled me to the ground. It seemed to want to, for lack of a better word, violate my face with its phallus, and its claws ripped at my shoulders. Filigree went a little crazy and ran from the room and downstairs, yelling for, Mama, Mama. I don't know. We weren't able to really keep track of that during the struggle. But after the brief and terrifying struggle, Corky shoots it and it rolls off. Nye wounds it badly with his gun. I grabbed my gun and shot, but with my bleeding shoulders and prone position, I missed. Chemist hit it next, and finally Curly sh shot it dead as it tried to escape for the window. And as the phallus section of the creature tries, tried to detach itself and crawl away, Nye ended it with a smoking barrel. Filigree run, ran to the basement looking for his mother, but after a few moments his mind cleared and he returned to us. A little temporary insanity, but he's all the closer to becoming a Delta Green agent like the rest of us. Next, the messy cleanup began, and Twilight was upon us. I chose to clean up while the others surmised the gruesome scene around us. In the closet of this room, they found an attic door ajar, and I pulled down the ladder and climbed up. He found a nest of sorts with the canine bones as leftovers from a meal. The creature that had occupied it was gone. While the rest of us decided how to perform a cover-up for the scene, Filigree went out for fresh air and searched the perimeter. He found two sets of footprints that led down the block into another house, and he came back to let us know. Corky inspected the laptop, and he found that there was a file of one of the two women residents and it showed videos of the two women residents doing various making out with each other, sexual things, and with each other by themselves, and then finally bringing the vagrant man into the orgy with them. And next, they ejaculated, if I may be so bold, the phallus creatures from the mouth to attack the vagrant. It's hard for me to say this, but it's true. The things pumped in and out on him until he was dead. I, I can't say it any better than clear than that. We find out the names of the women roommates are Melody Farthing and Tilda Hasting. Chemist listened to the voicemails on the phone. One was from Pamela, the, the dead landlord in the basement, saying she was coming over to fix the pipes, and instead she was fixed. The second is some college dude named Chad inviting the ladies over to a party this very night at La Fontaine College at McPhillian's Hall. We made the plan to burn the bodies outside, bleach the inside, take the pictures of the statues and the paintings and then destroy them after taking all the samples we wanted. We wrapped the creatures up and threw them in our SUV. Filigree and I went to Pamela's house down the block to check out while the others finished the cleanup. We went in and found two bodies, a man and a boy. We thought they would be Pamela's husband and son, respectively. They had been partially cannibalized. We find the man's cell phone and listening to his voicemail, we found that he fell for a ploy. That Tilda and Melody asked him for his address, saying that his wife had forgot her toolbox and they would come and get it. <sighs> the old ruse. Anyway, lying in the man's hands was a crumple, crumpled flyer that said, Food, shelter, and cots are available at Truman Memorial High School, only a few blocks away. Just before we left, we heard the dragging sound from the attic. So Filigree stayed put while I busted my ass back to the others. And actually, I did fall and bust my ass, legitimately. But I got the others, and we all came back. 
Filigree took one end of the house while I took the other. The other four went into the, into the attic to flush it out. Corky tossed up his shoe. It distracted the monster, and he fired at it while he leapt back. It scared the creature. The rest all missed with their shots, and it burst out one of the gables at the end of the house. It was on my end, of course. I used my flashlight to hone on it. I fired, and I struck true into what would be its chest, I suppose. The creature leapt up into the nearest tree. My comrades joined me, and we surrounded the tree, and thankfully Corky fired the fatal shot to bring it to the ground. It was about a third bigger than the other two. It was huge. And now, here we stand in the cold of night with the body, this alamante en el hielo, or the lever in the ice, as I'll nickname it, and these two women as incubators loose in the night. We will go to the high school as FEMA agents and the police officer with masks looking for these two infected people. This is our plan now. It is time for all of us to stop playing the fool. It is time to end this tonight. All right. Your move. <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> well, I assume we're all standing outside the Deckisher house. My know my my cruisers there. I'll assume their one of their their SUV is there, and we're just going to kind of get loaded up and go to the Truman Memorial High School. That's the next step in the plan. Okay. Everyone agree? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go to the high school. All right. Can I? I think um, we may have said it off camera at the end of the last episode. Um. There was talk of uh, they're sensitive to noise. So is there like a radio or a boombox in any of these houses that we could grab or no? Uh, do a luck roll. 37 pass. Um, yeah, let's say that, you know, uh, uh, when you were looking in the, uh, the Decatur house, uh, the son's room, he had a kind of a boombox. Okay, you got okay. it. Cool. You know, that's that's a good idea. I was thinking maybe since they're sensitive to sound, we can create some sort of feedback which might distract it a, a yeah. bit further. I was I was just about to say that. Is there any way that we can make like a, a feedback? I can, I can probably I could probably bring something together on the way there. If we have any uh very useful. Yeah. What what do you want this thing to do? Like uh sort, sort of like it, Sort of so like, like what I'm thinking. Oh, right. Good. Okay. So what I was thinking is having sort of, you know, where like the feedback from like, you know, when a microphone goes, gets too close to like the uh, speaker, kind of like that. The, the idea here is if this thing charges at us, <clears> or if these two women charge at us, um, we can have a loud uh, feedback. Maybe it will distract them long enough for us to get the upper hand. Okay. Specifically, yeah, if I mean, these creatures are, are like really sensitive to, to sounds, high piercing sounds. And also, aren't they very sensitive to cold? Why not? Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Dr. Nye, Bill Nye, uh, do the, uh, do a, uh, what, what would we have, like an electronics roll? 
mechanics. Mechanics. Yeah, see if you can, as you're driving, if you can fiddle around with the electronics and make it cause feedback. Hmm. A high-pitched squeal or a... I also have a cruiser siren, too. What about a fire extinguisher, a CO2 fire extinguisher? They're quite cold, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll find one in the school when we get in. Yeah, there's probably several in the school. Even a fire hose if we need to knock them down. I think they're the, they're the black ones, aren't they, the CO2? I did not pass the gun Okay, so you're fiddling around with it, but you don't know if you're going to be able to get it to do. Um, Here, why not? Why could I try? Well, he's already taken part of it apart and and kind of screwed it up. You can try, but uh, I'll, I'd like you to do a, a mechanical, but with a, a, a penalty dice. Okay. Do it. Okay. Yeah, I fail that one, even okay. with the highest thing. So. If it were the high school or the college, couldn't we just put like a um, PA system? Yeah, put a, a CD on the PA system, like play some. Um, I don't know um, what the children listen to these days. Yeah, I'll, I'll Metallica or. Day aside, or whatever it is that, that children listen to these days. If you had a um, key system and there was a, a speaker in the room, all you have to do is hold the microphone up near the speaker, and that would yeah. be. Yeah. And just do a human beatbox. <laughs> all right. So you guys are talking about this. Uh, you're pulling into the parking lot of the uh, the Truman Memorial High School. Uh, you can see that the. Um, the auditorium, the gymnasium, uh, is most likely where everybody is. Interestingly enough, though, uh, you do see some people outside smoking, um, but it doesn't look like the lights are on. Uh, there are a few people sitting outside at tables uh, in the cold uh, smoking, but they've got lanterns. Okay. Um well, I mean, from our understanding, these, these creatures don't like the cold, so. Well, lights on, though. There's a whole bunch of people. Maybe. How, how many people are out here? Oh, maybe three people sitting out on it next to a table. And that looks like they're, you know, they're in jackets. They're, they're not. And the door is, is, uh, is not open, but it's not locked. It's not. It's a jar. It, it's, it's slightly oh. a jar so that they can get in and out. All right. Well, let's let's take a quick look in here. Um, give it a quick look, and then we'll head to the college. Okay. Right. See, so you're walking up. I'll take the lead on this because yeah. they probably have someone at the door who's checking people in because they need to really have accountability when people are, you know, so everybody's accounted for. So maybe right. I know the person at the front desk, or maybe they know me, or they recognize the uniform. It might just help things go a little bit. I mean, we're specifically yeah. looking for two people. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, you, I'll definitely give you the lead. Just, I'll agree. Why don't you do a um, Why don't you do a luck roll? All right. Thirty-one. Okay. Is yeah. that a regular or a hard or a? It's fifty-fifty, isn't it? Oh, it's fifty-fifty. It right. 30. With Delta Green, yeah. Thirty-one. Okay. Um. As you go up, uh, there is somebody, one of the people who's smoking, 
recognizes you. I mean, they don't know you really well, but they've seen you before. Mm-hmm. They've probably spoken to you maybe once or twice when something happened at their house was a domestic right. disturbance or something right. like that. Um, and they're sitting there smoking. And uh, the the three that are sitting there, I mean, they see you all. They're all staring at you because it's like you're a bunch of people all coming up mm-hmm. with a police officer in the front. You are in your uniform, so. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, so I'll just, uh, I'll recognize him, and uh, I'll just, you know, tip my hat and just say, hey. Hey, uh, do you know who's in charge of checking people into the building here? Um, Yeah, uh, Perry Donovan, he's at a table just inside the door. Oh, okay, I know Perry. Thank you, I appreciate it. All right. So we'll go in and I'll head for the, the table where Perry okay. is. Well, when you, step, when you step inside the gymnasium, the lights are turned off. Okay. Um, uh, you can see, however, people have lanterns. Um, there are probably at least 50 people in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are cots. And just inside the door to the, to the right, uh, uh, Perry is sitting there... Uh, um, actually, he's kind of relaxing at the moment, but he's got a, a pad with uh, you know names written on it and all that. Right, right. And he sees you, and he's like, "Oh, geez, what what the hell's going on?" Hey, Perry, it's Eli. How you doing? Oh, it is warm. It's not okay. overly warm, but it's it's warm. Right, but we would kind of expect there to be a difference in temperatures, considering how cold it is outside. Right. Yeah. So this is so the warm is relative. This is the gymnasium. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a big place to be hard to heat up to. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, hey, officer. Uh, what? Delivery? Uh, that's you. Yeah. Hey, um, Perry. Hey. What's, what's going on? Hey, do you have a list of people who have checked in here? Um. Yeah. Why? You looking for somebody? Well, yeah, I'm looking for Tilda and Melody. You know, uh, them two girls. The co- uh, you may not know them, but. Melody Farthing and Tilda Hasting. Can you check your list for them, please? Yeah, give me a second. Hmm. No, I don't see anybody by that name. No. Um, no I got some FEMA agents with me, and, you know, they just want to take a look around. We're looking for these two because we think they might have caught something, you know. Well, so you we're can, just trying to look for – we're looking for them. You can, you can look around. You know all you like. Uh, uh, the the lights are turned off just because we're trying to conserve electricity. We got generators in the back that are generating the power, and uh, kind of limited on on the resources that yeah, we have. But yeah, I understand. At least we can, least we can heat the building. Yeah, we don't want to rile people up too much. Uh, but if you don't mind, we're just going to take a quick lap through here. We got flashlights. We'll try to keep it low key, sure. and we're just going to look for them and. Uh, you know, nothing to get riled up about. We'll just walk around, and then we'll try not to uh, rile too many people up. Sure. All right. Thank, Thank you, Perry. I appreciate it. All right. So I'm just going to turn back to the group. They've heard what I've said. And, you know, we'll just, you know, I assume there's either a center aisle or we can go down the sides. Now, here's something. Do we know what these women look like? Well, we've seen, the, we've well, seen them we've on seen the videotape. Video. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we know much. exactly who we're looking for. 
some of us have seen the videotape though, have we all? Or it would have been maybe described what they look like? Well, like you were, you were all there, so you've probably all looked. Right. Okay. Um, so, you know, just, I just kind of reinforced, you know, low key, you know, uh, you know, let's not get people riled up. Let's not get too many. Let's not get people, you know, agitated. Yeah. If they're not here, they're not here. We'll head over to the college uh -huh. at McPhillican's Hall, and we'll go from there. But let's just okay. take a quick look through. Well, the the gymnasium is arranged. They've arranged uh, five rows of ten people, uh, ten cots, and both uh, of them are occupied. Uh, there are men, women, children. Um, now, this is not just uh, a single room. There's obviously uh, doors leading to restrooms, doors leading to hallways in the school, uh, things like that. Now, nobody's going in that direction. But, of course, there are bathrooms and things like that. Right. Now, they have, um, they're not using the entire school as a no, shelter, just, no, the, just gymnasium. the gymnasium. The gymnasium itself on the inside is probably about, I don't know, what would you say, 60 feet high? That's uh, not normal. You know. At least. For a high school gym. Right. Uh, and Your normal uh, basketball-sized gymnasium. And everything above, you know, 10 or 15 feet is in shadows. You can't. It's right, right, dark right. up there. We should check both bathrooms. I can check the ladies. Right. And... Here's the thing. If they had a victim or two they seduced, they would probably maybe drag them off into a dark corridor or another classroom or something. So we have to be aware of that. Poss it's a possibility anyway. Okay. Well, let's get, let's get the gymnasium done with, and then yeah. we'll kind of maybe spread Clear. out after that. You know, just make the circle wider and wider. Do we, do we want to check the actual school as well? Um, if, if they did seduce somebody, they could probably just take them off to a classroom or something. Right, right. Let's do the search, I guess. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to walk up and down the aisles. I would. We'll check. We'll, we'll check up in the darker areas as well. Well, I you can just shine a flashlight up. There's probably banners and rafters and you know whatever the hell else goes up in a gymnasium. The like there's no place to real hide, right? Because the tops, the tops exposed. Yeah, mostly there's rafters and there's uh, exactly there's, there's you know a, a like a, a what do you call it a like a scoreboard for uh, yeah. yeah. The, if the if the bleachers are pulled out, typically you can walk underneath them. So it depends on if the bleachers are pulled out or if they've been flattened against the wall, like a lot of schools can do. I think that they're all flattened against the wall because okay. then you can you can fit more cots in there. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hey, pup. Hey, doggy. I'd like you to each do a spot hidden and a luck roll. Okay. All right. Uh, spot we'll hidden. Do, we'll just go. We'll go down the line. Um, okay. Corey, uh, uh, agent uh, chemist, what are your scores? Uh, I'm I'm gonna basically uh, just give me a second. I'll roll to see my spot hidden. Um, so I have to find my dice here. That's search, right? It's, yeah, it's a search and uh, and luck. Luck. I pass my I pass my search or okay. spot hidden. I'm just looking around, like looking down, kind of see if I can see any. Okay. How about your luck roll? 
my luck. Yeah. I got a 14. So I pass my luck. Okay. You, uh, as you're walking down your row, um, you, you, you can smell that there's, it, it smells like sweat. Not that unusual for a gym. Um, uh, you also feel a little flushed, uh, cause it's, it feels kind of hot in here. Um, uh, it's kind of dark where you're walking because you're over on one. We'll say you're in the farthest, farthest row over. Yeah. And uh, there's there's a bunch of chairs and tables that have been sort of pushed over into one corner, and uh, you end up having to sort of get down on your hands and knees and shine your flashlight around, realizing that something could pretty easily hide back in underneath there. Um, but so far, you don't see anything. Uh, it's your choice of whether you climb literally underneath the tables and, and stuff that are pushed over there. But we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll come back to you. All right. Um, uh, Agent Corky, did you pass your, your rolls? I can't hear you. Um, you're you're really quiet. I passed my search roll. Okay. But not passed my luck roll. Okay. As you're going along, you there are there are a number of people in your row that are asleep under the covers, and they could be the size of the person, the, the, the two girls that you're looking for. They didn't look that big. They look like, you know, girls, uh, uh, fairly thin, um, uh, maybe five foot uh, six or seven. I don't know what's normal. Uh, say five foot seven. Um, but they're covered up, and you can't tell if it's one of them or not, or actually whether they're really asleep or not. So we'll get back to you in a second. Okay. Um, Agent Belladonna. There you go. Okay, so here's first roll. This one. I rolled ninety-four on my search, okay. so nope. Um, rolled twenty-six on my luck, though. Okay. So I passed the luck, but failed the search. All right. Um, you're walking along your row, and. You're you're pretty much convinced there's there's nobody in your row. There's some kids, there's some uh, there's some older gentlemen. There's you know a mom with her kid, and uh, but you you the, the you, you look up and you you realize that the way this gym is constructed, uh, there's actually some places up above where where something could get you know like. Uh, like where the scoreboard sort of attaches to the wall behind that, there might be some places that could be that you could hide back there if there was something in here. How do you get to it? Well, there's no easy way. You'd have to get a ladder, and it would have to be like a, a 20, 25-foot-high ladder to get to it. 
but that's that's ahead of you. It's 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 you're in the middle row. Um, I'll keep that in mind as I get down to the end. Okay. Um, Curly. Two passes. Two passes. Okay. Um, as you're walking along, uh, you see uh, a number of people also trying to sleep. Uh, that could that could be about the size that you're looking for. In fact, one is a girl. She has blonde hair like Tilda, uh, but her face is, you know, she's sort of rolled over. So it's just her hair you can see. Um, what do you want to do? I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm just going to shine my flashlight right in her face. Okay, well, her face is kind of covered up by the blanket. All you can see is her hair. I'll tug the blanket. Excuse me, miss. Okay. She she rolls over and she looks up at you and she says, Huh? Huh? What? What's going on? It's not Tilda. Okay. Sorry to All disturb right. you. All right. Uh, uh, filigree. I passed my spot hidden with four. Okay. But I did not make my luck roll at 71. Okay. Um, you're on the far, on the other side of the, of the room, mm -hmm. uh, opposite of where uh, Agent Chemist is. And uh, this is where the, the bleachers all uh, sort of fold up. But you realize that... Um, on the ends of the bleachers, when they're all folded up, uh, they kind of, you know, accordion out and uh -huh. back in. Uh -huh. But there are still places in that that things could get into the, uh -huh. the framework and uh -huh. hide. Uh -huh. um, but uh, you don't see any anybody in there or any evidence of it at this point. So I'm, as I flat, as I shine my flashlight along the edge, I'm not seeing like a little bit of blood or any sign of a scuffle or, you know, anything like that. Nothing like that, no. And I have not found anyone in my row that looks like Tilda or Melody. Not really, no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's, it sounds to me that no one has yet. Right. Well, you're concentrating on what you're doing, so you yeah, don't yeah, really yeah. know what anybody mm -hmm. else is. True. Um, Agent Chemist, what okay. are you going? What are you going to do? Yep, I am going to go. I'm going to go actually down on like my hands and knees down underneath the benches okay. and stuff like that. Okay. Um, as you crawl underneath. It's it's almost like very very quickly it almost becomes like you're in a maze. Um, okay. Metal metal feet coming down. Some of them too close together for you to get through. Some uh, support bars for the tables are are in your way, uh, and you start working your way back there. I'd like you to do another luck roll. Oh, I make my luck roll. Okay. You, you work your way all the way to the back wall, and you can see that there is something lying on the ground in the corner. Um, 
it almost looks like it's a it could be a body but you're not sure all it is is a a shape a a, a dark bluish shadowy sort of shape lying there in the corner even with if i have my flashlight on it well when you shine your flashlight it's definitely some sort of bluish dark bluish cloth but it could be like the back of a, a windbreaker or a jacket or or something like that. Yeah. And the, and the thing is curled up against the wall. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go closer. Okay. Do another luck roll. I make that again with a forty-one out of fifty. Okay. Um, you get all the way up to it. And it's kind Just, of lumpy. Okay. Uh, what are you gonna do? Do you're, I? You're, you're within reach of it. Yeah. Do I have my? Do I have my radio on? And did anybody have their radio on? Your radio, or something that we can get a hold of each other in case something. Did you guys have walkie talkies at all? I think we had walkie-talkie. I, yeah. I had one of the earpieces from the very beginning, but I don't know if anybody else did. Yeah. Um, all right, you've got you've got that in your in your hand now. You push the button; it's going to make the that loud beep sound. Okay. Well, and I will slowly, uh, you know, get closer to see if it's like I say. You're within reach. Okay, um, I will get out. I'll try and get closer to touch it. Okay, well, you're close enough to touch it. That's what I said. I'll touch it then. You're going to touch it? Okay. Phrasing. When you, when you touch it, you can tell there's something hard and sort of roundish underneath the uh, what feels almost like a canvas tarp okay but it and it gives a little when you push but not like not like it's spongy like it's like you're pushing it and it's just it's just coming right back it's not uh it it's it's not reacting to your touch okay then i will if it's not reacting then i will I'll leave it alone then. So what are you gonna do? Climb back out? Um, I'm gonna climb. I'm gonna climb right out, and I'm going to. As soon as I do, I'm gonna try and find the rest of. All right. Um, do another luck roll. I feel that. Okay. Because as you as you are turning around. To, to try and work your way back out. You're kind of turning your back to this thing for a couple of seconds. We'll get back to you in a moment. Um, oh, crap. Uh, uh, Agent, uh, uh, Agent Corky. <laughs> Batter up. Yes. Uh, what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to just... Um, well, I'm going to shine my, my flashlight about. Okay. Let's see if I can get a better view of anyone. I'm I'm not convinced that the people we're looking for are going to be hiding by sleeping in carts. 
uh, you have reached the end of your row, and uh, you're probably the closest one at this point to the bathroom doors. Uh, but you haven't seen anything, really. Uh, except for the the people covered up. Okay. Like um, there. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll go and have a look at the men's room. Um, I'll, I'll wait for uh, Belladonna before checking out the, uh, the, the women's bathroom because um, I, I don't want to go in there on my own. I mean, that could be misconstrued. Okay. I don't want to be having to explain to people that I'm not, <laughs> um, well, there for some sort of nefarious reason. Okay, so I'll, I'll so, just do the men's for now. But you said you're going to wait for Belladonna? Uh, to do the women's, yeah. Okay. But you're going to go into the men's? Yes. All right. Um, I'll get back to you. Um, who's next? Uh, Nye. Yeah, I did as uh, either one of my roles. Okay. Did we do you already? No, we didn't do you yet. All right. Um... What are you doing? The others well, are going up and down the rows. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking around the other side of the gymnasium where um, this is Agent Curly. So I'm on the other end. Okay. Of where you're, Agent Curly was. And I'm, I'm pretty much doing the same thing, like looking. Let's we'll say that you're heading over towards the doors that lead into the rest of the school. Mm -hmm. There are actually four doors, all on the same wall. They can all be opened so that, you know, the kids can come in and out in, in mass. Um, uh, they're all closed, uh, and two of them are locked, but uh, the other two are open. And uh, when you look through them, you can see down the hall in either direction. Um, and it's dark, and it's creepy, and there are lockers against the walls, and you don't see any people in there. And in fact, as you open those and look in there, one of the people who's sitting on the cot, his cot right near where you are, he says, they told us we're not supposed to go down there. That's the school. I'll not to and I'll continue to look. Okay. <laughs> um, what so, do you want to do? Um, well, I know that um, I'm waiting for the rest of the, the, the uh, Delta Green uh, agents to finish their initial search. And I know we were going to talk about splitting up. I did want to search the school. Okay. So I'll, I'll be by the door um, waiting for the rest of them to finish up. All right. Uh, let's see. Belladonna. Here and present. Uh, you've, you've reached the end of your row. What do you want to do? Well, uh, keeping in mind the scoreboard area that would need a ladder to climb up. So I'm thinking it's, it must be wide enough that something could be on top of it, slash behind it. But um, if I didn't find anything else, I would, I mean, I thought of the bathroom thing. I would make my way over there. Okay, you can see uh, um, one of the agents standing over there waiting to go. Oh, it's, uh, it's uh, quirky. Um, do a luck roll. Ooh, yeah, making them rolls. I fail, 84. Okay. Then never mind. Uh, <laughs> see. Oh, I, I don't go over there then, I guess. No. 
Um, all right, so you're you're heading towards where Corky is standing near the bathrooms. Uh, let's see who next. Uh, Curly. Uh, I guess I reached the end of the room too. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess do I have a fairly confidence that I've searched thoroughly enough? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. The people in this row just don't match the descriptions. Okay. Can I see chemist from where I'm at? No. In fact, he seems to have disappeared. You weren't really looking in that direction, but you're, you'd look around the room, you don't see him. Mm. Do I see the other agents? Yes. Okay. I guess, did I know which row he was going down? Uh, just by a process of elimination, it would have been the last one over there because everybody else took a row. So I guess I'll walk towards his row to see if I can figure out where he went. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who else? Um, filigree. All right. So I guess I've reached the end of my row as well. I'm on the far side. Am I on the far side or am I on the side nearest to where Perry and the front desk were? Uh, you're on the side nearest to where Perry was, and you're also where the, the bleachers are. Um, and it's kind of inconclusive as to whether there's anything in there. Your 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 beam is blocked by all of the, the mm -hmm. metal work going back and forth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I stand on like one end of the row and just kind of look down toward the other end of the gymnasium, I mean, I'm not my my field of vision isn't going to get too far, but I'm just kind of looking for something blocking the light. Besides Correct. The there, are, there are a few places where you can see actually all the way down to the end. Yeah. But you can see that, that there are places in between mm -hmm. that there, there would be cubbies and places where something could hide. Right. Okay. Uh, you can see uh, Belladonna and, uh, and Corky over getting ready to walk into the restrooms. You don't see... Agent uh, chemist anywhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I guess I'll head to the over to the bathrooms as well. I mean, that's as good a place as any for us to kind of meet up and see if we want to start. You know how how we want to handle the school if we're going to go ahead and do the entire school. Okay. Um, Agent chemist, uh, as you turn around, you start to move away just just as you start to move away uh you're pretty sure that something behind you moved um and as as you um as you realize this uh your foot hooks on one of the table legs and you're convinced for a moment that something has grabbed you by the leg, at which point you decide you're going to simply stand up. And when you do, the tables that you're, are above you, you just push them the fuck out of the way, and they make a horrible clatter. And uh, you probably yell a little as you're, you're convinced that something's about to grab you. And everybody else, you see this suddenly happen. You suddenly see him struggling with these tables as if he's being attacked by something. Uh, chemists can't die on my shift now after all this patching up. 
I, 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 take my, I take out my cell phone to start recording. Going up on YouTube. Um, I'm I'm going to shine my flashlight in that direction. Okay, you see him <laughs> struggling with something, but it's it, it, you can see you know tables are flying and uh, chairs are are collapsing as he's fighting his way out of being in this maze of of tables, and it's making a hell of a noise. People are jumping up and looking uh, over in that direction. I'll, you know, fast speed walk over to him. Okay. With one hand, like, under my coat by my side, I remember not quite, you know, not drawing it out. Okay. When tables attack. Ba -da -da Presented by Greg Edwin. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just... Finally, finally, the tables get their revenge for all of that. Sitting that we do with them. The tables are turned. Yeah. The tables are turned. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. I would uh, like you to all do, I say spot hidden, but a search roll, I guess. Oh. At this point. Yeah. Nope. Not even close. I did. <sighs> 16 After out of 40. After my I, uh, spooking, I was close though, but I didn't. Actually, not you, uh, Agent Chemist. Oh, okay. Um, all right, those of you who passed, or those of you who did not pass, mm -hmm. uh, you are pretty sure that Agent Chemist is being attacked by something in the chairs. Okay, in the chairs and tables. Um, those of you who did pass can see quite clearly that Agent Chemist is being attacked by absolutely nothing and that he has scared his, the shit out of himself and uh he just oh, seems to be he just seems to be freaked completely out go wait in the car chemist <laughs> but you can also you could also interpret that as violence um because he's extremely agitated i'll fit like i'll finish going to him but like if i was like halfway there and i noticed it the fast walk would slow down to a okay. meagerly embarrassed stroll. Yep, just kind of like, <laughs> and then she'd grab him and be like, stop it, stop moving, you're making it worse. Hold on a second. All right. That, and help him untangle. You can see that his foot somehow snagged the canvas and got wrapped, it got wrapped around his foot a bit, and he ended up pulling the canvas and... It, it it scared him, but what was underneath the canvas were a bunch of basketballs. <laughs> now that everybody's awake in the gym, right? Um, I'll help him. I'll make an assist roll. No, whatever. I'll just help him get untangled from the canvas. Okay. If he'll let me. Agent Chemist, I would like you to do... Um, do a do a luck roll and if you pass i want you to take one point of damage bruising and bumping i pass so <laughs> okay so no, no damage just your your heart's racing and uh been scared shitless by basketball <laughs> all right so <clears throat> People, some of the people in the room are like, "Quiet down! Why you're making too much noise?" 
Hi, Karumba. For, for all intents and purposes, there was nothing there. All um, this and you're going to irritate your face and you're going to be bleeding. This, uh, uh. Um, all right. You guys are all on the side near the restrooms. You're all on the side also near the four doors leading into the rest of the, the, the school. You're all sort of grouped right there. So what do you guys want to do? Check the ladies' room now. Yeah, we haven't checked the bath. Let's check the bathrooms and then discuss how we want to move forward through the school. Okay. Especially since the pee was almost scared out of me there. I think it's only fitting. Um, so who's, who's going into each bathroom? <laughs> ladies. I'm just standing outside. I mean, we don't need eight people to rush into the bathrooms. Just send somebody in to look, and I'll I'll, I'll go in with um, Belladonna. I think it's best if we go in pairs, just in case. All right. Um, All right. I'll go in the men's room since there's nobody else there. Yeah. I'll. I'll. One one goes in, and the other one can come out to say that the other one's being attacked. Um, I, I, I should probably interject here also that Agent Chemist, at this point, if he hasn't gone already, he really needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, I, well then. I basically run to, I basically run to the bathroom. Like, All right. Oh. I'll let you think that I'll let, um, All right. let you go. In the here, girls, let's let Agent Chemist go into the men's room. In the girls, in the girls' bathroom. Um, there are a couple of uh, candles that have been lit, which makes it seem very romantic, except that they're just trying to conserve electricity. Um, uh, there is, in fact, nobody in the girls' restroom, and there's not really any place to hide. I mean, something could hide inside of a stall, but you check the stalls, and there's nothing in there. Now, I'm not exactly sure if there's anywhere near the urinals in the girls' restroom, because I don't think there are. Um, it's really clean in here. <laughs> um, and there's no line. Yeah, uh, wow. in the men's in the men's restroom, when well you guys the graffiti is, it's incredible. It's all grammatically correct. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yes, but it's all written by teens, so it's yeah. Um, in the in the boys' restroom, there are two stalls that seem to be occupied at present. And nobody else in there. So I assume chemist is taking a pee. Yeah, he's the urinal on the. So other I'm side. just gonna walk down to the uh, to the stalls, and I'm just gonna. I have my club. I'm just gonna tap on the stalls and tap on the stalls. You know. All right. Uh, when you tap on the one that is one of the ones that's occupied, what you get is it's a, uh, it's occupied. I'm in here. I just keep on walking. Tap on the next right. one. More or less the same thing from the yeah yeah. Well. I just turn around and walk out. All right. So a few moments later, Agent uh, Chemist joins you, and you all are now outside the uh, the restrooms. Next, what do we do? Nothing in the ladies. Nothing in the ladies. Yeah. Okay. So I. Oh. There's two ways we can go here. We can oh. either. A, you know the the gymnasium is clean you know yes. we could do a, we could do a cursory sweep around the outside of the school 
or we just kind of assume that they're not here and move on to the college? There's only one spot I saw, and I pointed up to the scoreboard, and like I couldn't see up top there. Seems unlikely, but it's still a spot. Other than that, I yeah, would say we have, to, we have to be thorough. I mean, if they did show up around here, um, you got to make sure that they didn't leave anything behind. Um, shouldn't take too long. How big is the school? It's a high school. So there's plenty. There's here's the thing. There's tons of nooks and crannies in this high school. It could take at least an hour, if not more. We, there's only six of us, so it's going to take a long time to search this entire school. Offices, bathrooms, individual well, stalls, individual classrooms. There's, there's something else. Um, the gymnasium currently is the only place that's heated. The rest of the school, they, they're not heating the right. rest of the school. All right. All right. I mean, so just going leave. by that alone, I think we should just move on. Okay. You know what? Here, hearing this conversation, I'm going to take a different approach, and I'm going to um, what would I do? I'm going to use my flashlight and just tap like a, a bunk bed or something that's set up near me, and just start yelling. People, could I have your attention? Can I have your attention? <laughs> oh. Here we go. Has anyone seen Melody Farthing or Tilda Hastings? And I'll give a brief description of what we know one's a blonde, about five foot seven. They're not sure what we're just looking for them. Has anyone seen these two women? There's some, I guess what you'd call murmuring, people talking to one another for, for just a moment. But there's no, no hands go up. No, nobody speaks up or, or says anything. Mentions it's vitally important. We find them. Mention what? Sorry. That it's vitally important. We need to find them. They're sick or something like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're not in trouble. We just think they might be sick, so we're looking for them. Well, it doesn't really seem like anybody's protecting them. It's just that nobody knows who that is. Okay. okay. Damn it. I know what, I'm like whispering to the loud people. I'm like, I know they like the warm conditions, but do they need it all the time? If they're murdering somebody, they need to be in a warm room at that time. Could they not be in some dark, cold corner and then come back to the warmth later? Well, again, let's remember they specifically, the message said that was directed specifically toward the two women that the party was on for tonight at McFillican's Hall. Yeah. Okay. You know, this, but the only reason we're here is because the guy had a flyer in his hand, right? This is just kind of you know, extra evidence, you know, I think we need to just be aggressive and move on to McPhillican's hall. And I think we need to come loaded for bear. Cause that's where I think they are. I agree. All right. Then let's make haste then. All right. Roger Dodger. Let's suit up. All right. So you all leave, you all get in your cars and you start heading all the way across uh, La Fontaine to the university area. Now, once you cross the bridge, um, and you know you've 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 now left the area where uh, the power company is, where you got the utilities area where you were, um, you finally come into a place where some of the streets have been cleared with, uh, 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 what do they call them? The the snow snow plows, plows? Um, that have actually come in from neighboring cities. Uh, because as you know, uh, La Fontaine sold all their 
snow plows. Um, but the closer you get to the university, the more back to normal things get. You actually have some street lights that are on. Um, it seems like because of all the kids coming back from Christmas vacation, uh, they, they tried their best to restore power in this area as soon as possible. Um, so uh, as you pull up to the university campus, now I assume filigree will know where uh, McFillion yeah. Hall is. That's my assumption as well. I assume I've been called out here for drunken disorderlies or something like that where I kind of know the college. Right. Uh, McFillion Hall is a dormitory. Can I, can um, I interrupt? Sorry, Tom. Yes. Um, on our ride over, whoever's in our car, um, did we determine? Does it matter? I don't know if it matters or not, but it, it doesn't matter. Whoever's in my car, uh, I'm going to say we, we haven't talked about what we're going to do when we find these two girls. What What is the plan here? Are we going to shoot them on sight? Are we going to try to capture them? What depends on what state they are. If they're it depends on here. Exactly. It depends on how we we, um, we find them. We find them over a body trying to affect somebody. Yeah, we'll fire them. Of course, they remember from the video, they brought, they were doing all the kinds of sex stuff, and they brought the vagrant in and began doing things with him and then spit out the thing, the things to attack him. They might look normal until you get too close or until they feel threatened. Yeah. Weren't they torturing him as well? I think they were. I think they involved him in their. I don't know. I guess Tom can clear that up. Um, what you saw was you saw them uh, uh, seductively lure him in, uh, start to uh, make love, and then uh, once they got close enough, the the thing comes out of their mouth, and I mean it doesn't come all the way out. It comes out and attaches itself to them. And uh, uh, when he struggled, they basically cut him and uh, they did everything they could to kill him at that point. But they were pumping something into him. Probably the yellow, probably the yellow one, the yellow goop, would be my imagination. That's what I imagine. Okay, so if someone's in trouble, we're going to shoot. If they're not, we're going to what? try to arrest them, try to detain them? Maybe they remember from the story the man cut the worm out of his friend and then put it in the ammo box. He'd probably try to escape if we are capturing the body, right? We, we have to have a means of killing the creature right away or capturing the creature, and there might be witnesses too. Yeah, I don't know if we have containers to do it or we just kill it and try to cover it right away and say it's a rabid dog or something. I don't know. I, I, I say we just kill it and destroy it, it has to be contained. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. Okay, I wanted to get that clear before we go in. Yeah. So if they're okay. normal, we can try to take them, but if they act hostile in any way, we execute them? Yeah. Okay. I Well, if, say they're hostile, I, well, I've been, I'm getting angry at these things, and they obviously cause me a lot of damage. If I if I see one that's you know aggressive at me or any of you guys, I'm gonna shoot at it. All right, I'll do it. I got your back, chemist. <laughs> chemist has a vendetta. <laughs> oh, 
I, I do have a vendetta. Like, look how... So first it's the monsters, and then you're going to come back for revenge on the table? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the basketballs. It was there. I'm coming for you, table. I'm coming for you. It's it's like Agent Chemist played a game of hockey with a worm creature, and uh, they had a face-off. Oh, sorry, pun. Bad. Ha ha ha! Sorry. Well, I just, I just sort of imagine at some point in the future when Agent Chemist has children that says, "Dad, you want to come outside and play basketball?" and he'll jump. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's enough meta. Uh, all right, um, you guys arrive at uh, McPhillion Hall. Fillion Hall is five stories high. It's a dormitory. Um, it, the, the, the power is on, so there is light. Not all the windows are lit, but um, all of the windows seem to be lit on the fifth floor. And there definitely is activity. You can see at least a dozen students, uh, some of them smoking. This is university. Some of them are smoking outside. Uh, kind of like like the hall. Uh, some of them have obviously been drinking. Um, there's definitely a party going on here somewhere. What's about noise? What's, what's the noise level like? Well, you can't really hear much from outside, but uh, once you get inside the building. Okay, and we've all got headsets on. So we're going to walk up to the front. Usually there's like a front entrance. Right. And then it kind of, you know, in the in let's say the center of the building and then it splits off to the left and to the right. And there's usually right. a bank of elevators. Right. So if most of the activity is on the 5th floor, I vote that we take the elevators up to the 5th and work our way down. In this case, McPhillion Hall is fairly old. The university's been here for quite a while. And although there is like an old rickety uh, elevator, uh, it's out of service. There are big uh, marble stairs, though, going up to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, which, when you once you go inside the doors, um, the temperature isn't particularly hot. I mean, it's obviously heated in here, but you know this is not inside the dorm rooms, so it's it's moderate in here. Uh, and there are a few other students, some of them, you know, sitting on the stairs, some of them chit chatting with their friends. Um, but there's evidence. I mean, there are people in this dorm room. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Of course, they see you guys, and they're like, "Oh, wow, what's going on?" You know. It's all right. Just go back to what you were doing. We just kind of, I just kind of shush them and keep walking. You know, I assume there's a stairwell either in the center or on either end. Right. Uh, in the center. I'm, I'm hitting the stairs. I'm just going up to the fifth floor. Okay. Where's the stairs? I'll back them up. All right. Because I'm no. going to go find, what's his name, Chad? Yep. Yeah. Chad. I'll back you up. Yeah. All right. Now, do I know this Chad? Do I recognize him? Is he a trouble causer? No. And then, no. All right. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to take the lead here because I'm local, and you know, 
use the use my authority and you know we'll just go up <laughs> and you know find Chad trying to find ground central of the party it's usually somebody's dorm room or a collection of dorm rooms and we'll start you know from the fifth floor and uh, go from there okay. um, there are students on every floor and it's obviously people have come back from vacation there are a lot of people in the building uh -huh. um, the stairs are wide yeah, you could probably fit four people across the stairs going up uh -huh. okay um, uh, first floor second floor by the time you get to the third floor you can definitely hear music coming <laughs> from up higher yeah yeah um you also encounter more students that are uh somewhat inebriated somewhat you know just chit-chatting talking to one another and stuff like that you get to the fourth floor do a search do it or a, i'm, I'm calling it spot hidden we just need to add spot yeah, hidden everyone of this all of you I made mine 51 out of oh, 60. Oh, I, I don't see anything. I'm angry at the thing, and I'm like, I don't see anything. I got a 97 by blood. the way. I rolled a 100. 100. Oh, 150. <laughs> I go blind. Belladonna has somehow wandered back outside. She's gotten Wait. confused as to which direction. <laughs> She's back down on the first floor. I got a 15. What's going on here? Um, those of you who passed, mm -hmm. you notice something. It's getting warmer. Uh, it is getting warmer, but that's not what you notice. You notice that the state of undress is increasing. Oh. As, as it gets warmer, uh, one, one kid walks down the hallway towards his dorm room on the fourth floor in his, in his underwear. Um, uh, uh, most of the people at this point are barefoot. Um, mm -hmm. And we're on the fourth floor? Yeah. And you're, you can see there's people, you know, on the stairs going up. There's people making out. Uh, there's, uh, uh, you've, you're, you're approaching the party. Oh, yeah. Keep on going. All right. So you get to the fifth floor. This is definitely where the music's coming from. And down the hall, you can see the door, dorm rooms are open. There are lots lots of students mingling around uh many of them barely dressed uh and if you pass a doorway and you look inside it's practically an orgy at this point maybe caligula level orgy mm -hmm. well okay. we're just looking for melody and tilda let's just keep our focus on that let's well, not turn Well, my yeah. opinion of American college kids is suddenly uh, improved. Much better. Yeah. Okay. They were all a bit stodgy. Um, the heat, uh, the heat like is high. Uh, the heat is high, but you're not actually exactly sure whether the heat is high because the temperature's up, or mm -hmm. if it's just there's so many people crowded up here, their body heats heated the whole everything. Everything smells right. like sweat. And uh, probably vaguely of semen, and uh, and alcohol, and uh, there's about how many dorm rooms are there on right. this floor? There I are. Have there there I'm are. I'm sorry. There are twelve dorm rooms. 
right. on, this, on this level. I assume like six on each side. Like right. if we're in the middle, six, seems to, to, it, six to the left and it, six to the right. It seems to be the six to the left that are uh, that are going. But there are people in the other direction as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just want to give us a place to start. I'm just going to – the only thing I have out is my club, and I'm just going to start, sh you know, moving people aside. You know, all right, you know, nothing to see. You know, just keep on going. We're looking for, you know – I'll occasionally add, yank, grab someone and say that looks coherent. You know, have you seen Melody or Tilda? Oh yeah, Melody. Yeah, we saw her earlier. She was she's hanging around. Uh, I don't know where she is. Probably down uh, yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. You just keep go. You, you know, go put some clothes on or something. Um, I'm I'm gonna find a a random student. Okay. And just um, rather aggressively, just say. Uh, Hey, haircut. Smokes. Let's go. Oh, you want to go outside and smoke, dude? No, just give me a cigarette. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Here, have one. Okay, right. I'm going to take a cigarette. You know right. um, Melody and Tilda? Oh, those girls who came? Yeah, I think they're hanging around with Chad. Yeah, where's Chad? Oh, I don't know. It could be anywhere. Uh, last I saw him, he was, you know, down in room three. Everybody just take I'm a sorry. everybody just take a room, you know. Oh, we've, yeah, got, we've got six rooms. We've got six people. All right. Um, I would like. Well, let's let's go. Uh, how are you guys going to split up into into individual people or uh, into groups? I think we the, should work in pairs. Uh, yeah, pairs. Are you. Pairs. All right, let's pair you up. Well, I'm just already paired up with the uh, Okay, so Nye and Filigree. Okay. I'll, I'll me, I guess. Curly as usual. I guess like my usual, me That's and Belladonna. Okay. All right. Okay, Belladonna, Curly and Corky. New TV show, Curly, Curly and Corky's. Belladonna and Chemist. Oh, you didn't have to shoot him that many times in the face. Oh, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> There's a pilot in it already. In its ninth season. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Nyan Filigree. Yep. Uh, you've gone into one dorm room. Uh, there are dozens of kids in here uh, making out and making love. Um, it's an orgy. Um, are they using condoms? Uh, you want to check? No. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> gonna, I'm just gonna take my club. Take your club and find out. No, I'm just. Easy Join does it. it. All right, all right. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm looking around to see if like there's like uh, empty common wrappers on the floor or something. There are. Yeah, definitely. Right. Well, um, people are being a little safe. Um. You notice also that the dorm rooms themselves are uh, multi-room rooms. There, there's probably more than one student in each room. Um, they've all got little, sort of little private rooms. So there's there's I'm a lot of places. Walk in and turn on the lights. Our, oh, the lights are the lights are on. Okay, you know I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna move people out of the way. I, you know we're looking. You know this is not titillation uh, time. This is let's, you know we need to kind of focus here. When they when they notice you. 
of course, some of the girls grab their clothes and good and uh, sort of you know freak out a little bit. Fine. Um, really, what really are you, gonna... you guys are you guys are banging each other, and you're really gonna freak out. You guys got like fifty guys on you, and you're just yeah, the cops. Like, the cops are here. Oh my god, the cops are here. Well, sorry if I interact. If if they're if they're uh, um, you know, freaking out, then those they're not affected. Um, okay, well, I want uh, well, steal with Nye and, and filigree first. Um, so what do you guys want to do? We're, we're looking, uh, we're just walking hey. through the rooms and we're just yeah. looking, we're looking for Melody and Tilda. You know, let's just focus on that. I don't yeah, care exactly. what others are doing. All I'm right. kind of determined and single minded right now. I don't really give a shit what's going on around. Okay. Um, you pretty much look through the room. And you don't see anybody matching the description of Tilda or... And what room number is this, please? I will say this is room number one. All right, cool. So room number one's clear. We leave. Just so I can keep track. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Curly and Corky, you're in room number two. I thought we were going for room three. Okay, you go for room three. Um, as you're walking around, uh, you you don't say. Uh, what do you want to do? I'll just. I'll well, just I've, 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 I've got my hand subtly on on my gun. Okay. On my hip as I'm going into this room because that's this is where the guy said Chad was. Okay. Not drawing attention to it, but ready. Ready to use it. Okay. Um, people all over the room. Making out, making out on the couch, making out in the chairs, making out on the floor. Okay. First things first, do we see anyone who resembles the, the two girls? Um, you don't think so. I mean, there are some blondes and there are some, some girls. They, they all kind of look the same. <laughs> uh, one girl, I mean... They're all, you know, roughly the same build. A few that that are obviously aren't the same, but um, you don't think there's anybody here that matches their description completely. Okay, Chad is Chad here? Which one of you is Chad? I think I think Chad's down in uh, room number ten. God Somebody damn. says. It's just gonna go on all night. I'm gonna lean over to Corky and say. What if they're all infected? We'll have to go get some C4. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Take, care. Take care of it all. <laughs> Maybe some thermite? I don't know. Freak gasoline accident. Yeah. We have to say a meteorite hit. <laughs> Could happen. Yep. Um... We check the bathroom uh, and stuff like that. It's clear, pretty obvious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Belladonna, you're in room number two, Ben. Okay. Okay. What do you want to do? Looking for those two ladies, or yeah. what? Well, I guess we don't know who Chad. What Chad looks like, so no. Looking for um, ladies. I'm like, uh, is do you know where Chad is? I don't know, dude. Oh my God, the cops are here! Oh, and, uh, and uh, some of them once again they start to scramble a little bit. 
We're not police officers. It's fine. We're, we just we just want to know where Chad is. I heard he has some good stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't know. Chad somewhere. Have You'll you seen, find him. Have you seen Tilda? Tilda, I think so. She was. She was. She Tilda tried to get me. Uh, uh, but you know, she's not really my type. <laughs> or oh shit, I forgot the other girl's name. Melody. Uh, Melody, have you seen Melody? I, I don't know who that is. All right, they're useless. Okay, go about your business. All right, and they're giving it the business. All right, don't touch um. me. <laughs> uh, so let's go back to uh, nine filigree. All right, so we've done rooms one, two, and three. So we're going to head for room number four. Okay, four is down on the far on the. The same as three. Um, pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you don't find anybody. Uh, nobody can agree as to where anybody else is. Mm -hmm. uh, and and this goes for room number five and six as well. So this side of the building. Um, well, maybe let's, if we think about it this way, maybe they don't want to be where everyone is to do what they need to do if that makes sense maybe they want to be a little bit isolated down in the other end of the of the floor oh, yeah. they're taking chat out right now mm -hmm. so now we're seven through seven through twelve okay or and somebody mentioned room number 10 why don't we just start there okay 10 is all the way on the far end yep um Door number 10 is closed. I'll take my club and just whack whack on the door. See if I hear anything on the kind other like, side. Kind of lined up down the hallway a little bit indiscreetly. It's kind of all. I'm, I'm going to station myself to one side of the door. All right. Um, Earlier nine on your side. What you hear is you can hear something inside banging around rhythmically and uh -huh. you hear uh your go away i'm gonna bang on the door again police oh shit and <laughs> then you hear what sounds like violent banging around like like something's going on in that room violently i open the door Okay. Door's locked. Uh, I kicked the door. Okay. Do a strength roll. Sturdy dorm doors, man. We'll see. Ones at my college were like wood. Oh, yes. Made it barely. Okay. I made it. Um, you, you break uh -huh. out the lock the, from the door frame, and the, uh -huh. door, uh, the door opens up, and on the bed, you see uh, a naked young man uh, trying to get away from a girl who is uh, clawing at him. She's on top, and there is definitely something coming out of her mouth and attached to his side. Uh, you're pretty sure it's Tilda. Uh, I pull my gun and I shoot. Okay. Um, go ahead and do a roll. All right. Firearms. All right. Oh, all right. Giggity, giggity, I did not make it. 
Um, what did you get? 79 out Action. of 40. Do a luck roll. All righty. Oh, Chad. <laughs> Three. Oh, you didn't hit the boy. Yes, that's what <laughs> I was worried about. You didn't hit the girl either. But hit the drywall. When, the gun, when the gun goes off, mm-hmm. students that are in the hall suddenly sc- scream and freak out and start running towards good. the stairs. That's good. Because we don't need anybody else getting hurt here. So that's fine. Okay. Um, who's right behind? Uh, Bill and uh, Nye is with you. So yeah. I'd like to keep an eye out of the, the other students and just see if there's anyone else that we'll, we'll recognize going out and just watch them. Or see which room no one's coming out of. Yeah. Good call. Okay. Oh, where is uh, Nye is missing? Oh, there he is. There he is. Wait, um, I thought I got nine. Sorry, I was I was muted. Sorry. Um, I was going to say. Um, so did you say that both girls were in here? Nope. No, just uh, Tilda. All right. Um, I'm going to pull my weapon and fire. Okay. Do it. Hopefully, Chad is still trying to get away. And I miss as well. Do a luck roll. Uh oh. 100. Oh. Ha! <laughs> I got a 93. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good knowing, good knowing you, Chad. I did that on purpose, little do you know. <laughs> um, I mean, I was, I was aiming for the girl first, but I mean... <laughs> you, uh, you hit the boy, but you hit him in the leg, in the calf. Isn't that where the creature is attached? Uh, no, it's attached back. to his side. So, oh, um, his side. Okay. It's coming out of her mouth, and it's attached to his side. Um, he screams in agony as you do this, and she looks up at you. She's staring at you, but she's not pulling away. This thing is attached. It's like the both both of them are attached to one another. Um, uh, uh, by now, people are people are running in different directions, and and they're and they're heading down the stairs. I'm going to walk up closer so I can get a better shot because I assume they're they're still stationary there in the bed. Yeah. Um, she. I mean, if if she's not moving and she's not detaching, I'll walk up and I'll put my gun right at her. Okay. As you start to move towards her, you can see the look in her face is one of uh, arousal. That the fact that you're shooting, um, it, it's just made her more aroused than she was. The fact that he's bleeding. She's become almost twice as aggressive as she was a moment ago. She's she's grabbed a hold of him, and she's this thing is thrusting into his side, uh-huh. and uh, he's his eyes are rolling back in his head. He's probably. I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm really. I'm just putting it right up. Back. I'll I'll cock the hammer back and I'll let it fly. All right. Well, she doesn't flinch. She doesn't move Good. out of cool. your way. This is my, it makes my job easier. So where where exactly what do you describe her head. exactly? So her head right between the eyes. 
as close as I can get. All right, go ahead and roll. Just roll for damage. Okay. Uh, let me see what I'm shooting here. One d10. Six. Okay. Oh. Blammo. Uh, point yeah. blank range. Yep. Um, uh, she flies backwards. Um, the thing uh, is disattached from uh, from the boy, uh, and it's writhing in her mouth. It has four large fangs. Right. Uh, there's definitely yellow goo coming out of the boy at this point. Right. Um, but he's uh, he's not responsive at this point, and she's uh, she's fallen against the the back wall, blood splattered on the on the. Good. So I'm going to keep my distance so that I'm not within striking distance of that thing, and I want to okay. put another one in her. Well, we'll we've got to give it to sure. somebody else. Yeah, uh, we got nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I was going to follow up with that. All right, what are you going to shoot at him? I mean, her um, or the thing? The, the creature. The creature. All right. When I do it. Oh, no, that's another mess. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, How about... Yeah, well, I hear this. I'm running kind of towards... Well, you, the rest of you are now at the door. Uh, so four of us are in the hallway. That'd be cr- we can't crowd too much. I'm, I'm maintaining a vigil on the hallway. All right. Look, yeah, uh, are, there any other, are there any other I'll, doors that haven't opened? I'll, I'll scream out. I'll look for the other one. The uh, other one is up here. To answer uh, answer your question, yes, two of the other doors haven't opened. Um, number uh, number eight and 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 seven, seven and eight, have not okay, opened. Okay, I'm, I'm going to head over to eight. Then. Okay, chemist. We'll say that you're doing that. Chemist, chemist and Curly or Curly and Corky for eight. Chemist and Belladonna for seven. Works for me. Well, let's. We're still in the midst of just oh, a split second of action at the other door. Um, what? Uh, uh, let's go ahead and let. Uh, um, right now, my brain just went dead. No. Um, yeah. No. Let's let uh, uh, Agent. Uh, oh crap! Uh, fil- uh, filigree. Uh, go ahead. I kept wanting to call you Agent Silver. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the dear departed. Let's right. go ahead and let Filigree do this again. You're you're literally standing right in front of them. Mm-hmm. So. Can I just roll for damage again? It's just another point blank range, yeah. Only one. Okay. But you hit the creature, and it writhes around and begins to rip itself free from her mouth, what's left of her head. Mm-hmm. Um, Nye, go ahead. Yeah, this time. You got it this time. I'm better. Yes. I, I yeah. Twenty twenty-eight out of sixty. Okay. Um, you basically you you liquefy it when you blow it, when you hit it, it, it kind of cool. explodes. Um now the boy he's probably dead, but it's hard to tell because you didn't wound him enough to kill him. All right, well, I will cock my, my gun back and uh, put one in his head, <laughs> just to make sure. 
All right, we'll get back to that in a second. Since we'll get to everybody else. All right, the rest of you are, are moving now towards uh, seven and eight. Uh, who's going to take uh, eight? I think that's oh, Curly and Corky. Yes. Curly and Corky. All right, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to uh, knock firmly on the door. Open up. No answer. I'll try the, the handle. Okay. Uh, it is unlocked. Then I will um, open it a little and then push the door open with my hand on my gun. Okay. When you push it open, uh, you look over and there's somebody lying on the floor. Um, it looks like a young man. Uh, he is naked, uh, but he's not moving. You don't see anybody bed. else in the room, though, unless somebody's in the bathroom. Okay. In that case, um, I'm going to draw my gun and uh, motion to uh, Curly to follow me. Yep, comes out. Okay. So what are you going to do? Um, I'm just going to quickly check the room to make sure there's not anything hiding anywhere. Um, other than the possibility that something's in the bathroom, there's there's nothing in the room. Okay. In that case, I guess we'll check the bathroom. Okay. Um, do a luck roll. Both of you. Yes. 21. 14. Okay. You push open the door. And there's nobody in there. Okay. Does it look like anything's gone up through the roof or anything, or through into the ceiling? It suspended does not. Is it a suspended ceiling or just a normal? It, it is a suspended ceiling, but no, there's nothing that's gone up there. All right. I guess we better go and have a look at that body then. Mm -hmm. Okay. You said it was naked. Yes. We'll inspect um, it for more uh, go ahead and do a search. Okay. Oh, 11. Okay. I failed. Um, to 50. Corky, uh, very, very easily, uh, you notice just above his uh, left buttock uh, on his back, there is a wound, and the wound looks like four marks and the flesh around the wound seems to be changing color, turning dark, uh, almost like lividity, uh, like the blood is pulling at that spot. But you can see that there are marks where the veins in his body are, where this is moving outward. And, I mean, you're, you're, this, this person was definitely infected. Okay. Uh, Most likely in the f very first stages of what you saw later on, the bloated bodies. Okay, well, um, in that case, it's not an immediate danger. Um, clearly I... dead. Oh, is he dead? Is he dead? Oh, sorry, I'm just assuming he is dead. Um, he doesn't seem to, uh, at all responsive. His eyes are wide open, though. 
Can I check his pulse? Check his neck? Sure. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any pulse. Can I contact Bill Aldana on the radio? Sure. Agent Bill Aldana, are you there? I would... I mean, I would think simultaneously when they were going into their room, we were going into ours. Yeah, we'll get yeah. back to you, but you're you're we'll, we'll we'll just do it anyway. So you're you're just getting ready to go into your room. Oh, okay, then yep. I'm his, room was, his his room was closer than yours is. So okay, one, one quick question: uh, Do you know the the period of time it takes to have this thing to to, to become infected or whatever? The ju the gestation yeah. period. I don't know. Tom, do I know? I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> Can I make a medical thing? I don't know if I I don't know if I was able to study it that well to know. Okay. Like it, like it's in star stages or anything like that. Um or to have it. There may have been I mean there may have been enough information given to you so far that you could possibly come up with an estimate, but I, you're going to have to do that. I'm not going to give that to you. <laughs> I'm going to have to do what? You're going to have to do that yourself. And I mean, at, at this point, even, you know, you have no thing, you know, you haven't studied this creature for any length of time. That's what I was just looking for a quick answer. Yes or no kind of thing. So I haven't seen it. I don't know how far along it looks like it is. Is there a bulge? Is it moving? No, it's just it, the the victim's been bit. I just he appears to be dead. I just didn't know how much of an immediate danger we're in. You're probably fine, but I'd probably stab the shit out of that spot. Okay. Um, <laughs> she just says like a do a, do a um do an idea roll, uh, intelligence roll, Baladonna. Oh, hey, that's my specialty. She just said after he rolled. Um. Oh, I got a 15. Way made it. Way. Yeah. Um, you have a pretty uh, accurate estimate of when uh, Mrs. Decature arrived at Tilda and Melody's house. Oh. And that's when she became infected. And you know when the thing hatched. So I can't remember the time. It was less than a day. I mean, you know, I can't even remember right now. Like, I'd have to go through all of my notes to find out. I know. She got, she got there at 9.30. I, I think longer than this party's been happening, though. Like, Okay, that's fine. I just That's what I was just trying to make sure. Like, There's not a creature I could like cut into this body and pull the creature out. Like, It's still in early stages. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I would say either wrap it up or just decimate it first and then wrap it up or whatever. We need to take okay. the bodies out of here anyway, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Hang on, chemist. Hang on. Yeah. All right, Belladonna and chemist, <laughs> uh, you are at a, a closed door as well. Like, take the butt of the gun, and, like knock, and I'd be like, FEMA. Anyone there? Who? <laughs> um. You you don't <laughs> I mean, you, you don't hear anything. There's no response inside. Is the door unlocked? Uh, it's not. It's locked. Chemist, you got a good boot. Well, I can. I can try. Do or do not. There is no true. What, <laughs> what movie was that? Was that Star Trek again? I don't know. Anyway, just give it a kick. 
I will I will give I will give it a kick. All right. Bang. You 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 kick open the door. And flashlight gun, baby. Uh, in that moment, there is something under the covers on the bed, which literally, I mean, it 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 almost leaps in the air as the door as you you kick in the door the lights are turned off in this room so it's shadowing you can't quite see what it is but there's a there's a the sound of a yell at the same time in the room. Huh. what are you guys going to do flick on the light because I, I think if chemist kicks the door open and goes in first and i'm found, and we see something jumping i would flick on the light right away because i'd be the next one in okay well chemist what do you do since you're the first one well, I'm gonna try my light and and I'll say, is anyone in there? <laughs> okay. Shoot him. Um in that instant, what what there is is there's a young man. He is uh in pajamas. Uh he was obviously sound asleep when you kicked in the door, and you basically scared the shit out of him. And he's now standing on his bed, pulling the, the sheets like this, and his feet are doing this as he is screaming like a little girl. Uh, but uh, he's also kind of a football player, so he's pissed that you guys have just scared the shit out of him. It's like something from... A, Man, a my gun is drawn. Video. I'm not afraid. Um, but he's like, what the fuck? Do you have a woman in this room? A woman named Melody? Any other woman? There's, there's nobody in here. Fuck. Seriously, how the gunshot's going off and you can't you sleep like the dead? What the hell's the matter with you? I leave. There's a fucking party going on. I was trying to get some sleep. I got classes next week. I, I, show, I, you know, he's yeah, all upset. I have class here for several days, if not weeks. Let's go, chemist. Okay. <laughs> we just leave. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> Clear. Close the bus to the ass door a little bit. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna have to cheat. I'm not gonna have to change my sheets. Uh, all right. So, what are you guys gonna do? I would. I mean, I would round the corner over to the room where Curly and Corky are, is first. Okay. Um, they found come, a body. And come in to check out, see where they are with the body. So we just talked like a second ago. Right? Right. By now, most of this floor has cleared of people. But have we cleared every room yet? I don't think so. We, we have not. We have the whole other side. Like, there was like 12 rooms. We've done like eight of them now, I think. No, like nine of them. Well, you did stay all, all of them on one side. And you have did 10, 7, and 8, the closed rooms on this side. Right. 12, 11, and 9 are now pretty much vacated. Hmm. Interesting. I'm right here still. I want to just investigate the body real quick. And uh, did, they, did you guys do anything with it in the time that I said something to you, Curly? No, I just poked it with a stick. Room next door was clear. It was just a... A scared ass uh, jock or something. So, I guess we need to clear the rest of these rooms and find that melody. 
Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know which girl they found, so find the other one. I'm curious. Did you take his word for it, or did you check the bathroom? Mm. He was sound asleep in his bed. Shoot. I didn't even think about it. Well, he's not asleep anymore. It's not like he went turned around and he's like putting his clothes on. He's going to get the hell out of there too. Right. We've missed something. We've only we've only we've got Tilda, but we've still got Melody. But we have what could be Melody's victim or another victim of Tilda. We really don't know. But we're still missing one source. Okay. I was just thinking if it was a college kid and had a girl up there and maybe he was hiding her or something. We can go back and check. Yeah. Is, is that a guy? Yeah, let's go back and check. You guys are standing right there. so uh, And you kicked in the door, so the door is not closing. You can see the kid's putting his clothes on. And he's, like, freaked out. Sorry. Uh, so I'll just walk in and say, sorry, we just need to check. Can I just go to the bathroom? <laughs> well, he's like, what the fuck? What's going on? What, what the fuck? There's nobody in there. Okay, that's all. Just a little paranoid, that's all. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say on the headphone to everybody. So, everyone, we're still on the lookout for Melody. Let's check the rest of these the rest of these rooms on this floor real quick. Yep, yep. And we can start hitting the other floors and search. Right. Out. It takes you only five minutes to go to make sure that there's nobody in any of these rooms at this point. Um, what do you want to do? Well, if they all float out, they probably most of them went downstairs. Doesn't mean someone go upstairs though. No, there is no upstairs. You're on the top floor. Oh, this is the top. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, we're on the fifth floor. But there are four floors below you. Mm -hmm. Somebody asked Tilda where Melody is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tilda's no longer available. <laughs> Please try your call again later. <laughs> she um, has a half a mind to answer you, but. Uh... <laughs> I'm concerned about the, I mean, I know we want to take the bodies out of here that we murderized, but I guess we can do that later when we clean up. So maybe we just start hitting the floors. Well, okay. here also, here's something else too. The clock may be ticking because some of my coworkers may be on their way. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, we got three it's, bodies at it's least. A possibility. I mean, do we need to take the boys? If he was bitten... Probably need to take both the guys and the girl, all three bodies, wrap them up and drag them down the stairs with us. I mean, they're all evidence, aren't That's they? That's y'all's call. We need to, I think we need, you know, clean up is one thing, but I think we need to focus on finding Melody. Or Melody. I, said I, I don't think that you have any time to clean up anything before as filigree says the police arrive you fired guns in the building mm -hmm. kids have cell phones there right exactly right we just need to take the uh, worm creature if there's anything left of it don't we although to be fair the police have already been called out to the college earlier and it was a false alarm so maybe they're uh, taking their time on this one or maybe kids are taking videos oh yeah okay <laughs> I would I think I think we need to at least take care of the worm thing, right? Um, 
if there's anything left after it was shot. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's do do the cleanup right now. Um, let's have somebody uh, at the front door um, monitoring who's who's leaving. Well, um, whoever else is left. Wait, um, let's then, just just wait a second. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's let's send let's send filigree out there to um I can go some... down I can go downstairs and see who's gathered around and see if I can find Melody. I know what she looks like. Maybe she's out among the crowd. Or maybe she's on the fourth floor. We still have four floors to kind of clear, right? We need to get to that. Now, so if either... there were if there were uh a hundred students up here uh most of them are outside or have, have left by now right i mean they're they're thinking there's some crazy mad gunman up here shooting mm -hmm. they've run for their lives right it's time to well, I, I think we should search the fourth floor all right yeah all right so you go down to the fourth floor mm -hmm. and it's kind of bedlam i mean the students on this floor all evacuated as quickly as they could when they started hearing gunshots. Mm -hmm. um, there's things knocked over, pieces of furniture pushed out of the way. But there is one door down at the end that is still closed. The other doors are wide open. I'm People heading for ran. it. I'm running yeah. toward it. I guess we're starting there. Do, I, they, do the I, see, I, I make a comment i'm like phil green maybe you should go and talk to the cops we have time we have time let's just clear this room we have time all well, of us together all right let's clear the room but so you get down to the room it's on the very end um you don't hear anything um what do you guys want to do just kick it open. Same same procedure as before. I'm going to take my club and bang on the door. Police. No answer. Again. Nothing. Door locked or unlocked? Uh, seems to be locked. Kicking it in. All right. Police. Uh, kick it in. Use your strength roll. Hmm? Should have like two people right behind him, and the other three of us are in the hallway. Maybe. Yeah, you're you're all right there. Yeah, barely made it. Fifty-two out of fifty-five. Okay, you kick in the door, and inside, when you look inside, you can see there's the bed, and there's blood uh, on the floor. There's a body lying there. Looks like a girl. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the room is dark. You're, the light, just light from the hallway, you can see mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the girl on the bed is lying on her back. She is naked. Um, and her eyes are wide open and sort of, you know, staring in your direction. But she ain't moving. Mm -hmm. There's also, you can see that there is a wound on her side mm -hmm. where she has been infected. But you can't see that the bathroom door is closed can't see farther into the room because she's got the bed turned crossways from where you right. are. I hit the light switch. Okay. Lights come on. Uh, nothing happens. 
the room is definitely been torn up right. a little bit. Sure, sure. I have my pistol drawn still, and I'm heading toward the bath, the closed bathroom door. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? I'm going to come in behind him All right. over the room. All right. Then Curly or Nye, probably. Yeah. All right. I'm staying, I'm staying out and watching everybody's back. Since uh, uh, Filigree, you're right in the front. Yep. You die first. No. Uh, do a luck roll. Okay. <laughs> luck be a lady. Wait, that's me. Tonight. 69, so I did not make it. Oh. That's all right. Um, you're, you're anticipating an attack. You can feel it in the air that, that there's something going to happen. It just, just feels that way. Your anxiety is through the roof. Mm-hmm. And so when Melody Farthing suddenly leaps naked from behind the bed where she was hiding... Mm-hmm. and leaps towards you, instead of firing your gun, uh, you just sort of stumble back as she pounces on you with okay. this thing writhing out of, it, out of her mouth mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to bite you in the face. Okay. Um, uh, what do the rest of you do? I am going to fire. I mean, I'm, I'm going to fire. The okay. room. I mean, it's... Um, uh, Agent uh, Corky, fire with a, a penalty. Uh, Penalty. Yeah, because it scared the shit out of you. Right. Well, I've got a 45 and a 15. So it'll be 45, which is a pass. Okay. Uh, Roll for... uh, uh, Roll to see if you hit. Roll your... Me? Yes. Oh, that was a luck roll, was it? Oh, it's okay. I mean, it's the same. 50, actually, but... actually, it was the same. Uh, no, go ahead and roll for damage. Sorry. Okay. Um, roll that big zero. Roll for that eight. Chance. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, you hit Melody uh, in the, the probably more or less the chest uh, as, she yep. is, as she is coming at uh, Filigree. But she's not really slowing down much. Um, she's definitely bleeding. Uh, who else was shooting? Me. Um, chemist, uh, also roll at a penalty. First is a 13. Mm. Second is a 1. So. Okay. So you also hit her. Go ahead and roll for damage. Nice shot. And I got a 10. Okay. You blew her head off. <laughs> Okay, in killing the creature in the process. Woo! Um, and Filigree, you fall back back on the ground, and she lands on top of you. And uh, but her as, as as she lands, her head has exploded, and yellow and red goo has gone all over your face. I'm like, uh, what in the hell? Close your mouth! Don't smell that. <laughs> Golly, bummy! You should be wearing a mask. Oh I just, God, I just is- kind of, you know. Throwing her aside and getting the hell out of there. Oh, then I want to puke. All right. What's your next move? <sighs> okay. I, I, we, better, we better check the rest of the rooms on this floor to make sure there's nothing else. 
All the other rooms are open and they're empty. So we've got okay. four bodies. Check five. Five. <coughs> I want to check the pulse of this girl if, if I'm allowed in the room and no one else does. I'll check yeah, the pulse of it. the other girl on the bed. Um, she is infected. You find the wound on her side. Is she dead? It's dead. Yeah, she's dead. I, I think the best cure for this is like a knife right to the wound spot. I don't know what else because it's growing right there, right? Hmm? As far as I can tell. Well, we've got uh, th three infected and the two girls. Yep. Um, so we need to get rid of those, uh, sanitize the rooms, and uh, make a sweep of the rest of the building to make sure that there are, are no more infected. Can we do all that before the police arrive? I mean, we at least need to get the bodies out. No. No? I think we need to get the bodies at least and get out of here. Agreed. So how are you going to get them past all the congregated students downstairs? Well, I think they all left. Has anyone ever seen Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, that, is that in the Delta Green rule book, or are you just improvising? There could be, okay, I'm just improvising, but I was thinking it might just work. It's Someone just, can run out the front door. If there's even any students there. Grab an SUV, drive around the backside. Maybe we go out a back entrance and throw the come bring the bodies out that way. Throw them, them out the window. Throw them yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I was gonna throw them out the window. Throw oh them out God. the window the backside. But whatever. Wait, I just think we need to go out the. Is there an exit maybe in this building we can do? Oh, um, maybe fire on exits on the end. Uh, on the on the ground floor there are. Uh, a numerous accents, maybe maybe four. The largest here's ones a, being in the front. Um, Can oh, we not just chuck the bodies down the elevator shaft and then remove them via the basement? Oh, that's wicked. I'm um, just kind of listening to this, and I'm wiping goo and blood. Off I mean, of for, for a start, like, the first thing I we should I'm do have should to be to wrap up all the job. wrap up all these bodies in um, bed sheets. We got bed well, sheets. Let's just do it. Why? Yeah, let's just do it. Like we're we're wasting time. Yeah, kind of disgusting. Okay, let's just get it in is place. this this is just this is just a dorm like this building is a dorm area, right, Tom? Like, yeah, this is for, not for the for the sake of time. Um, just tell me how you deal with the problem and we won't have to act it all out okay. we'll Love, we we, uh, we um we break out the gloves and masks we wrap the bodies up we send filigree down to deal with the local police because he that's, is local police that's he what, tells them that there's been an outbreak of a disease we've had to contain the outbreak of the d disease it has a 100 percent fatality rate it had to be contained um that we need to clean this building and that the bodies need to be disposed um, while he's there. Hopefully, he can try and get some uh, some proper body bags from the local police department that we can use to then uh, put the wrapped bodies in. Um, we will um, take the bodies off, uh, escorted by Officer Filigree, who's working with us at the moment with FEMA, um, somewhere after uh, we leave, 
filigree will lose sight of our vehicle and have no idea where we went. Someone from Delta Green will subtly uh, grease the wheels to make sure that um, the Deputy Filigree isn't held up on any uh, disciplinary action for the matter. All right. And the bodies will uh, be destroyed. Um, I'm going to do this a little, a, little, a little differently. If you guys collectively agree that that's what you want to do, I'm going to, f I'm going to have Mick roll... Uh, a uh, he's gonna have to get an extreme uh luck roll for that to work because there's gonna be too many people here asking too many questions for any of that to actually work. Mm. You would all be detained, you would all be scrutinized. They'd want to know who you were. Um, I don't think that you could get away with that at all, but an extreme would make you somehow get away with it. You guys want to come up well, with a different plan? Or we could we could burn the whole town down again. <laughs> <laughs> that would solve a lot of problems. I mean, this is probably an old brick building. We can't just. We could try to start a fire. I don't know if it'd burn in time. Um, yeah, there's going to be a science lab, though, isn't there? Well, well this I'm, is a I'm, going, I'm going to well, go okay, how about this? in the main building. How about this? Um, I'm going to go downstairs and I'll start doing my part. Well, wait. So that's so what we're going to do. At least uh, give our ideas first. Um, burning the building down. And this, burning the building down and just disappearing into the night would probably work. And that would, that I'd give you a good, you know, I'd give you a bonus dice on that one. All right, let's do that. I, 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 we just have to burn down by four rooms. We just have to gut Start. four rooms. Fourth and fifth floor. Well, we have time. Let's let's uh, move all about the uh, bodies from either the fourth floor up to the fifth, which is going to be the best thing. Put that in, in one room. Uh, burn that one uh, room. And then if it somehow... That, that sounds like it's going to take way too much time. Alright, let's set it on fire. I think, did Wayne have something you want to say? I know he's trying. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, we can find an elephant. We can pour it into the, the boardrooms. I'm pretty sure that somebody has marijuana around here. And what we can do is just light it up and then have um, evidence of somebody smoking drugs or something like that. And their thing came up, you know, caught on fire, the bed caught on fire, and it spread pretty much. As far as accelerants, I'm sure that, that students Where's have cleaning supplies. And stuff like that, so. Let's do that. I'd rather do that, I think. All right. Start the building on fire and disappear in the night. And as uh, long as we have the body out of Filigree's uh, cruiser, eventually. As long all, all we have to do is burn. We don't even have to burn the building down or the rooms down. We just have to burn bodies enough to sanitize them. Yeah. Um, the, thing, the thing here is, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're going to get some timetable done. Well, yeah, once That's again, the burning, burning the individual bodies will take far more time. Um, how do you just light a body on fire that. Well, yeah. Douse the, and, you douse the wrapping with accelerant and then it burns with a wicking effect. 
We got clean supplies. Unless somebody gets there in 15 minutes and puts it out and then figures out that there's something else going on. I don't know. I don't want to. Uh, okay. I just, yeah, we could just burn the rooms in. Let's let's just say that you guys start a fire on the third floor. And by the time you guys leave, uh, by the time the police arrive and then they call the fire department, uh, the building is in flames and um, you guys are gone. And other than that, that's the end of the story. But what do you want to do with stuff from the hotel as well? What do you want to do with filigree? What does filigree want to do with? I I assume I'm going to murder him for I'm going to be kind of having to answer a lot of very pointed questions about who my compatriots were during the evening and how I have to explain my actions. Well, nobody saw you, so... Yeah, can't you see I'm sorry, too many people were talking. I didn't hear. The only thing that they know about you, Filigree, is that you showed up at the the high school earlier looking for somebody with some companions from FEMA. But as far as showing up at the dorm... Nobody there knows you. Well, I guess I'll just oh. go home and get cleaned up. What do you guys want to do with, with Filigree? He knows a lot. I know. But I, I guess when we get back, we can um, debrief our... Um... I take that back, actually. He doesn't know anything about who you are. Right. No, he just... <clears throat> he knows your fake identities. Yes, yeah. But, like, during our debriefing, we'll let our uh, handler know about him and that he was good for Delta that makes, Green. That makes sense. And, and probably Filigree would be approached at some point in the future if he wants yeah. to. Mm-hmm. We're at least we're at least agreeing that we don't kill him, right? Yeah, we're not. Yeah, you don't need to kill him. Okay. All right. Well, Thank that's you. Lover in the Ice. We also <laughs> need to establish scoring the rest Ooh. of the stuff from the hotel. It could have been much worse. Oh, it could. That's, yeah. I was afraid it was going to spread out. I was kind of keeping track of time, and had you arrived, you know, if you'd have fucked around until morning, huh. Oh, man. I yeah. was damn close to my breaking point. So oh, I was, like, I was below my breaking point even more. So you guys really, You guys really figured almost all of it out. Um... All of the objects in the green box were more or less um, distractions. Um, one of them, for porridge and silver, was more than just a distraction. Um, what, what was the, what was going on? Can we can we have a um, what were the qualities of the various things in the box then? Uh, well, let's see. Um, the ones that you didn't figure out. Uh, uh you had the the comic book strip on the the roll yes um if you had it was a cylinder you know and if you had held it in your hand and started reading the the uh the strip as you went like this what you would have discovered is the strip just kept continuing and continuing and continuing and it seemed to go on endlessly as you turned it, which would have cost you a, a sanity loss the longer you did this. If you'd have taken it and inked it and rolled it out, the same thing. 
you could have rolled it forever and the comic strip would have kept going. But that's really all there was to it. Cool. Um, the head with the axe. Yes. I definitely want to know. The head with the axe. The only thing that would have happened that would have been really cool is if you had actually gotten it outside. If it had, if it had gotten away from you and gotten out the window, you would have simply seen it fly up into the sky and disappear into the darkness, and you would never know what the hell happened. Um, <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> uh, some of the other things, the 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 axe. I mean the. Um, uh, the pick that was from uh, the the Stark Weather Moore uh, thing. That, that's all there really was to it. We we don't you don't really know what what it was or um, the objects that were wrapped in plastic that were some sort of life form that were designed in the shape of Greek and Roman letters. Yeah, the meat letters. Yeah, the meat letters. Yeah, just sounded really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I said, these were all distractions. What about the, uh, the violin? The violin. Yeah, you pretty much, that's what the violin does. Well, all... So what were, what were the list of, of names and very detailed descriptions of hands? <laughs> what, yeah. What was that about? Just just very listed list of hands. These were, <laughs> these were, all, these were all objects. That, that were was just bizarre. Yeah. Oil paintings and old photographs. Of the old old paintings twins. and photographs of somebody who looks like they might be Delta Green agents, but they've been around for hundreds of years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they gave me a list of 10 different things that were in the green box. The only one to the story that was important was the ammo box that was empty and yeah. the story about La Amante, um, the creature. Um, there were a lot of clues in that story, though, that... Uh, that you could have used to help you identify where the creature was. Uh, in the story, uh, the uh, the authorities basically had, had, they knew about these creatures. They rounded up all the orgy people and the, the, the guy cut himself. And what he was looking for was sexual arousal, which he found in the oh, woman. Oh yeah, we completely forgot that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, because when she showed that, then he knew she was infected. And he killed her. And they immediately killed her. What he didn't realize was that they were, there were more of these things in the trees that attacked. The creature, uh, uh, Elamante, is the big creature. Um, it has, we've described it, uh, gorilla-like arms. Um, uh, it's, uh, its appendage breaks off and goes down the throat. And there are tentacles that reach into the nervous system and begin to control the person. Um, and the, the, the creature itself uh, is somewhat psychic. So once the person is infected, the creature can kind of control the person and make them go out and infect other people. And it controls them with pleasure and pain, which, which somehow it manages to do. Uh, you had actually managed to kill all of the adults um had the one that got up into the tree gotten away from you it would have gone to the memorial high school because it was the closest thing with warmth they don't like the cold fortunately it didn't get there so all of that i was just having fun with you guys trying to make <laughs> it as creepy as possible but there was nothing there um what had happened was 
the, the tree fell on the, the green box. Um, Skip Mills went there. He got infected because the, the, the penis thing was still alive. Somehow it survived all these years. Uh, it had gotten out of the box when the box got crushed, and it had infected him. Now, Skip Mills is kind of heroic in this story because he was a good, upright person who loved his mom and all of that. Once he was infected, he murdered his mother because he couldn't help himself. But that affected him. That affected him to the point where he had to control the damn thing. So he discovered that if he turned the music up really loud, it confused it. Wow. And yeah. he found that if he, if he could surround himself with pornographic and violent material, he could keep it somewhat under control, which that's why he sequestered himself in there and just, just kept to himself. Hopefully he would find some way to cure it. He couldn't. Once you <laughs> walked in the door, he lost all control. He couldn't control it anymore. What about the mother, um, though? It's the, look like he she tried. Was... He tried very hard. Uh, what about... And he was infected when he went to work. Um, mm. The lady at work, uh, I forget what her name was, uh, Tanya, Tanya Cambria, uh, she said that he gave her the weirdest look and then said he needed to go home sick. He was very tempted in attacking her, but he was struggling with it. So he did the best to struggle with it. I was hoping, I had you guys roll some luck rolls without giving you any explanation. That was so that if, if one of you actually encountered Elamante, it was going to infect you. It was going to jam that thing down your throat. It was going to break off. Mm -hmm. And you would not remember that it had happened. You would wake up on the ground, coming back to consciousness, with a little of that yellow goo on your face. And you would maybe suspect that something had happened, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to tell anybody. <laughs> Agent, Agent Chemist was never infected. But I, uh, I sort of fostered the idea <laughs> that he might be. What? Because I wanted to see where you would go. <clears throat> What about I didn't the, expect him to become some suddenly violent. Let's cut this thing open and do this. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I have a question. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. I, was, I was like this close to uh, killing chemist. Just, just like you were. <laughs> At this point, you'd not be finding out he was completely innocent. Mm -hmm. um, you had a question? I was just going to say, what about the, the mom looked like she had burst open from the inside? Yes. Um, what happens is, is once the, the, the cedar, that's what we'll call the penis thing, once it latches on, it, it both drains blood and pumps the yellow goo in. And it basically causes the person's own body to transform and become an elemente. It takes about two days for it to happen. But the person eventually bursts open and an, uh, uh, the, the, the large version of the creature with the arms uh, is, is born. And it, over the course of a few days, as it eats, it ate, ate the dogs. Um, it ate, partially ate uh, the Decature family. Um, 
it develops into an adult, at which point it can then also infect people with its its penis thing. Okay. So it's 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 almost like the alien cycle. It's the adult uh, infects the the cedar. The cedar then tries to infect other people. And, uh, Was there anything we could have done to rescue Agent Silver? No, no. Agent Silver. Something happened to Agent Silver, and uh, Bill is aware of what it is, but uh, that might come up in another episode sometime. Oh, okay. That's up to up, Who knows? Unless Agent Silver wants to tell us. Well, you know, we have the epilogue of what happened. Tom and I, we know what happened to Agent Silver. I just don't know, do we want to share it? And kind of close, you know, tie this episode up with a nice little bow. No, or leave I it don't. Out there. Leave it out. Leave there. it out. Leave it out there. All right, cool. Okay. We'll leave it out there. I want. I want to know, but ooh, I want spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brave well, Agent Silver. That was probably the most disgusting episode, uh, disgusting uh, scenario that we've ever run so far. <laughs> Uh, all right, oh, wait, so let's wait, end it there. Did, did uh, Filigree, I assume he was approached by Delta Green, did Filigree agree to join? I don't know. Did he? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the... He's got, a taste, he's got a taste for it now. A taste for I like it. this. I like it. It's like... Uh... <laughs> all right. All right. Let's finish this thing out. Our players included Lucas Glasshauer, Corey Heistead, Bill Mize, Mix One, Jeff Wilkins, and Wayne Worthy with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro, Digital Bark, was composed by Kevin McLeod and is used royalty-free under a Creative Commons attribution license. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations. Some of the funniest and most interesting stuff occurs before and after the show. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.